Welcome back to the Membership Track Podcast. This is Kent Wagner with Harmony Christian Church. And today we are talking about I will lead my family to be a healthy church member. By the end of this podcast, hopefully you'll see just how important it is, the role that you play with your family and you helping them to uh, just really develop themselves as church members. up and welcome to the Harmony Christian Church Membership Track Podcast, where you learn to take your relationship deep with God and take your next step into becoming a functioning member of the body of Christ as we advance the kingdom by living for God and loving people. So let's jump into it. Uh, today we're talking about uh, how in our day-to-day life we we have this typical uh, way of of raising our children in, as Americans, and that's to outsource their education to export, experts. Um, we call those experts, we call them teachers in our world. And so you probably do this every day. I, I do it every single day. I get up, I load my kids in the van, and I take them to the school, and I drop them off. And the school teaches them things like arithmetic and pronouns and all, all kinds of stuff that I have no clue about because, hey, I'm a pastor. Uh, and, and I put them in with these experts. The experts teach them. They come back home to me. I put food in their mouth, love on them, put them in bed, and they go to sleep and wake up and do the whole thing the next day. Uh, The problem for us is that we can begin to transfer that same concept about raising our children and leading our family. We can transfer that concept of having experts lead them, and we can transfer it to their spiritual growth. And the problem is with that idea is that spiritual growth, it's about 80% caught and about 20% taught. Uh, Let me say that again. Spiritual growth is about 80% caught and it's about 20% that's taught. What I mean by that is it's caught by watching other people's lives. Your spiritual growth, if you think about your own spiritual development, it was something that you probably didn't just listen to somebody preach on. As much as I like to think preaching matters, uh, most of the time it's actually the life that you've watched of somebody else and you've learned how to live like they lived. And, uh, It's really, I think, about 80% that. And that's the part, that's part of why at least it's so vital for people to continue to meet with other Christians through the gathering of the church. It's why it's important for you to be in a a small group at church. It's why it's important to continue to gather with Christians because what, what we're actually doing when we're gathering with other Christians is we're learning from them how to really follow Jesus, how to pick up the culture of what it means to be a Christian. It's only 20% taught. So if you're relying on the church to educate your children, the church to be the experts in the field, to get your children to know Jesus really well, the problem is they're not going to learn it by just being taught it. They're going to learn it by watching it and catching it because it's 80% caught, 20% taught. This means that families are the ones who do most of the spiritual growth education for their kids. And that's vital for you as you're thinking through what it means to be a church member and your own engagement. I know as you've been listening to these podcasts, you've really been digging in, you've really been thinking, you've been looking at the scripture. I'd encourage you on this one, you could go and look at Deuteronomy 6 and what uh, God, as God was bringing the Israelites out of Egypt and He how he encourages the parents, what he encourages them to do, how to lead their children. Um, it means that you are the one who's forming them spiritually. Uh, the, 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 the real question is, are you being intentional about that spiritual formation or is that an incidental, accidental 
spiritual formation. The reality is everybody's being formed spiritually. Even even the murderer on death row was formed spiritually. The problem was they weren't formed spiritually into a positive way that led them to love God instead of be, being selfish and going towards their own desires. And so we all have something in our family system that is leading us to be formed spiritually. And the real question is just which direction we are going to take it. Um, for you, I wanted to ask you, if you're going to become a member of the church, if you're going to view yourself as a functioning part of what God is doing in the world, what if you began to think about how you can be intentional about leading your family? Um, so let me just give you three quick, easy ways that you can start to do this to say, I'm going to be a, a person who leads my family uh, to be healthy church members. The first one is this. It's super simple. Pray together as a family for the church. Uh, so you can gather together and say, we're going to start praying for the family, for the church as a family. Uh, my family, we, we have several points along our journey where we pray all together. Every single night, we pray all together. Every kid prays. Uh, the parents, we pray as parents. We pray with them and over them, and we just pray. And it's not like some written up prayer. It's just talking. Like as my kids have grown, I've challenged them in it. And I'll say, hey, you guys, your prayers are starting to kind of become um, just the same. You're saying the same thing. Why don't you talk to Jesus? Like sometimes we'll sit on the floor and hold hands and close our eyes. We'll try different things like that. Uh, so that's one of the areas that we pray around. We, we pray with them every single day before they go to school. I have uh, when we drop our kids off, um, I have them pray and then I pray over them. And that, it's a powerful thing to just every day start our day with prayer. Um, when we go to church as a family, now you may think this is because I'm a pastor, but it's not. Um, when I, there was a period of time when I was working in a car dealership as a marketing guy. And even during that period of time, when we would go to church, I would uh, we would, as a church, as a family, pray over our church and pray for our church. So what would happen if you started to, to pray together as a family and specifically started to pray for the church? Here's some things you can pray for. You can pray for spiritual direction for the church. You can pray for protection from moral failure. And um, we talked about that when we talked about praying for our leaders, we, uh, pray for the preaching of the word. I would love to have people who are praying over my, my sermon writing and the preaching that's going to happen and what God's going to do. Um, pray for the families of, of ministry staff. Um, pray for encouragement. Pray for the families in our church. Pray for physical strength. You can pray for courage, for discernment, for wisdom and leadership. There are a million ways to be able to pray for leaders and for the church and for the family and to draw your family together to do that. So that's a great way to help already instill in your children what it means to really be somebody who's who's a member of a body of Christ. Uh, a second thing you can do is worship together as a family, that you would make a decision together as a family that you will lead the way in celebrating God's work in the world by worshiping weekly together as a family. This is a huge one because uh, you, the reality is uh, in our world is become uh, almost... Um, it's become almost in vogue for parents to say, I'm not going to force my kids to do anything spiritual. I don't think you should force them to do it. I think you should help them to 
develop an excitement about it. So for our kids, we have never once said, we have to go to church. Do you know what we say to them? We say to our kids, hey, we get to go to church this morning. It's something we get to do. It's something that we want to have happen. We want to look forward to it. We can't wait to see our friends. We can't wait to talk to people about Jesus and be be together with the family of God. And so there is even some shifts in your own thinking and your own language that might actually draw your family closer to loving Jesus and wanting to be together with the family of God. It is vital because again, 80% of this is caught. And so if you're never around other Christians, if you're trying to make it on your own, your family is not going to thrive as a Christ following family. Uh, The third one is this falling deeply in love with the bride of Christ, Uh, really falling deeply in love with the bride of Christ. We live in a world where being critical is almost a rite of passage, right? Like (laughs) how many times have you heard somebody just be critical of Christianity, somebody uh, that, that goes to church being critical of their pastor, whatever it is, there are very few people who lead in a way that, um, leads with, with unconditional love, specifically the kind of unconditional love that reflects Jesus. What if you taught your kids that there's, there are going to be people in churches who are hypocrites. There are going to be people in churches who mess up really bad. There are going to be people in churches who, who may even hurt other people and taught your kids what better place for those people to be. What if you taught them that that's exactly who we want in church is people who need to fall in love with Jesus, people who are far away from him and need to have the kingdom of God come into their lives on earth as it is in heaven. What if we started to lead our families to understand the church that way and to fall deeply in love with the bride of Christ, with Jesus's bride, the church? Man, um, I hope that as you start to think about your own membership journey and your own part of what, hopefully you're starting to find your fit in ministry and figure out what is my part in being a part of the body of Christ. I hope that as you're doing all of that, that you'll start to think too, how can I lead my own family to grow deeper into this? It is one of the most vital vital pieces of following Jesus and being a member of the body of Christ here. Listen, it is, we carry within us the very most important possible thing that we could carry. And that is the good news about Jesus and that he came to free all of mankind from sin and death. That's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing to give it to the next generation and to your family and to lead them in a way that helps them to become healthy church members. Hey, I am so glad that you're taking these membership track podcasts seriously. Dig into Deuteronomy 6. Look at what it means for a uh, family to be led by their, led closer to knowing Jesus. Um, it is, it's a, it's an incredible scripture that will really challenge you if you start to think it about it practically. What if I actually started to do these kinds of things and to take it really seriously? I hope that as you study that, it will help you to go a little bit deeper in leading your family to be uh, committed church members, healthy church members. Uh, next week, we're talking about I'll Treasure Church Membership as a Gift. It's our last and final podcast in this series of the Membership Track Podcast. And uh, after that, we'll have a special conclusion for you. So, hey, super glad you guys have joined us. We'll see you next week. If you haven't gotten subscribed to our weekly message podcast, be sure to check it out by visiting harmonychurch.cc slash podcast. We think you'll find it encouraging and life-giving. If you are not supporting the ministry of Harmony financially, we'd love to have you prayerfully consider taking the step to start giving regularly so we can continue to reach more people with the message of Jesus. 
You can do so by visiting harmonychurch.cc slash give or texting any amount to 859-459-0316. That's 859-459-0316. Just text any amount to that number and you can give automatically via text message. We know every life has changed because of people like you who have made a commitment to help advance the kingdom. Until next time, keep living for God and loving people.